Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight Podcast presented by CBG. I'm your host, Sarah Brookbank. I hope you guys are having a great start to your week so far. Today, we have two awesome guests on the podcast. First up, Lee Kroom joins us to highlight the BNKY Growth Partnership, the newly rebranded Northern Kentucky Triad. He discusses the process behind the rebrand and what the future holds for BNKY. On NKY at Work, Lisa Blank of St. Elizabeth once again joins the podcast to talk with Nancy Spivey about how St. Elizabeth is helping students find a path towards a future in healthcare. Thank you to our podcast sponsors, CVGR title sponsor, Seeker Consulting, our digital sponsor, and our episode sponsor, Haran. Applications are now open for the Northern Kentucky Young Professionals Next Generation Leader Awards. The NGLAs honor young professionals age 40 and under for significant accomplishments within their chosen professional field, as well as their commitment and contributions to the community. Applications for the 2023 NGLAs are due on April 14th, 2023. The 2023 NGLA finalists will be announced in May and celebrated in June. You can find more information and apply at nkychamber.com slash NGLA app, all one word. Now, let's go meet our members of the week, hear from our sponsors, and Nancy and I will be back with your guests. CBG Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region with 54 nonstop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France, and now home to both DHLs and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at CBGAirport.com. Ranking on Google Search and Maps is easy to understand, but hard to do. It requires constant effort and attention, uploading new photos, responding to Google reviews, writing weekly posts, and checking suggested updates. Google listing optimization takes experience and time, and there are no shortcuts. C-Crew gives your Google My Business account the steady, consistent attention it needs to be effective, optimizing, updating, and expanding critical content every single week. From local retail stores to large regional networks, C-Crew generates content, establishes benchmarks, and creates dramatic measurable increases in engagement. So what can C-Crew do for your business? More calls, more clicks, more clients. Congratulations to our members of the week. You can learn more about these businesses by following the Northern Kentucky Chamber on social media where we will highlight one of these businesses each day. Now, let's meet our members of the week. Hero Clean of Northern Kentucky provides thorough property restoration, including water damage restoration, mold remediation, and fire damage restoration services. William E. Hesch CPAs and law firm are experienced, accessible, and service-oriented professionals who strive to exceed client expectations. Tickety Boo Treats makes cheesecakes and crusts that are allergen friendly. Celebration Villa of Summit Hills is an assisted living with memory care community in Crestview Hills. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we are joined by our friendly crew president and CEO of the newly renamed BNKY Growth Partnerships. Lee, welcome. Thank you. Really glad to be back. Yes. So tell us about this huge development that you guys have had. Yeah, so we've rebranded and renamed the company BNKY, formerly Northern Kentucky Triad. You know, we're really excited about this for a lot of reasons, but we need to put the credit where it belongs. This is the vision that our board launched going back five years ago. It was 2018 when they started thinking about 
what does the next generation of economic development look like in Northern Kentucky? What type of company do we want to have doing this work? And, and so this really is the culmination of their dream and their vision going back to that time. Yeah, and it's like you said, a long time coming. Um, why BNKY? Yeah, so they, so it, it comes from a couple of different things. We launched a, a, an investor campaign last year to really bring in some financial resources to fund some work that we thought was really important for the community. We called that campaign Build and Elevate Northern Kentucky. That Build and Elevate really came from a couple of places as well. It's aspirational, but it really talked about what it is that we need to do. Northern Kentucky is a really prosperous community today. We're really blessed in that regard. And so it's not about resetting or rebuilding. It's really about building and elevating off the success that we have. And as we were out with that campaign and talking about build and elevate, we would end up with this conversation about who do we want to be? Yeah. Where do we want to be as Northern Kentucky? And then this concept of BNKY just grew very naturally out of that. Yeah, I absolutely love that as someone from Northern Kentucky has been here a long time. It's just such a nice... Uh, just like a nice little slogan to talk about the belonging, the build and elevate that you guys had done uh, earlier on. The second part of that is that growth partnership. Yep. Talk about that piece. Yeah. So really key for us on that is, again, doing this investor campaign, bringing the private sector more involved into our mission and leading the organization. And we wanted to make sure, and as we did that campaign, we, we, we messaged this, we wanted to become a private-public partnership. And we put private first because we want the private sector to lead. And so as we got into the naming element, we loved Build and Elevate. We loved BNKY. But we wanted to make sure that that private sector piece of it was really represented. And so uh, it's about growth. And then, and then obviously, we wanted that partnership. We wanted them reflected in that. So that, that's how we came to BNKY Growth Partnership. And I will tell you, just kind of funny aside, we have our first client in town today, potential client, after renaming last week. And as part of the introduction, we, we, we jokingly said it, it also means we want them to be in KY. Yeah. So, uh, so it really, there's so many uses for the name. Um, we're, we're super excited for it. Yeah, that is really great. You have touched on this a little bit, but that partnership, what does that represent for you all? Yeah, you know really tip the cap again going back to 2018 to the judge executives the, the of course the fiscal courts are the founding element of our organization the judge executives looked at the organization when they envisioned where they wanted us to go or what they wanted to create they knew they needed to step back and so so what they did is they stepped back and said from now on our organization must be led by the private sector we must have a private sector chair uh, the, the majority of our executive committee must be private sector. And so it, it just talked about, hey, we're, we're going to bring the private sector in to, to help lead, to help guide, and really kind of you know, tear down walls that get built over time and, and create a true partnership on the work we're doing, the mission that we have, and the goals that we set as a community. Yeah, and that community element is so important to you guys. Uh, and I know important to us as partners with you all here at the Chamber. One of the things I also wanted to ask, so obviously the rebranding element is huge. What else have you guys been doing internally? Anything along the lines of this? Is it same old, you know, triad just under a new name or are you guys doing more? Yeah, it's never it's never the same old thing in this industry. <laughs> right. And you, you think about the crazy time that, that we've all been through for the last three years. So it's never the same thing. A couple of, of key things. The core work goes on. 
um, which is really about growing the economy of Northern Kentucky by bringing new dollars in. And we do that by getting companies to locate here, set up shop, employ and invest and helping existing companies do the same thing. That, that work continues, but out of that Build and Elevate campaign, we launched four distinct initiatives that we really think are critical for our community to stay on that prosperous path. Um, I'm a bit of a mindset that we're heading into a, a window of time where we're gonna have scarcer resources. We think about this workforce challenge, right. it's about scarce resources. We think about where to put people and having good sites and in buildings to put them in. It's a, it's a scarcer resource than it was in the past. So these four initiatives, uh, one is around workforce. How do we help raise the value of the workforce that we have today and get more people in, into the workforce? Uh, one is we call targeted business growth, and it's about how do we identify the highest value clients we can bring to the community as opposed to just bringing anybody to the community. Uh, the third is called data-informed community decision-making. Uh, if if uh, people listening or watching to this haven't had a chance, go to northernkentuckyatlas.com or just search on your web browser, Northern Kentucky Atlas. It's an open source set of data around health, wealth, prosperity, economic development, education, and whatnot for Northern Kentucky. I think it's really critical to get good information into people's hands. And then the final is one called Activating the Port of Northern Kentucky, which is the thought is if we do everything else right, we still need that physical space to put jobs and the port will help us do that. So we have launched those four initiatives in the, in the last really nine months and are you know, actively trying to get them uh, operationalized. Yeah, that is so much stuff that you guys are constantly doing. I just want to backtrack and talk about Atlas a little bit more mm -hmm. because that's launched since we've had you on the podcast. And like you said, it's a really important community tool. Actually, it is something that I wish I had access to back when I was a reporter because uh, I remember looking at your guys' data for years. So tell us a little bit more about the Atlas Northern Kentucky. Yeah, so talk a little bit about the problem we're, we're trying to solve here. And you, you, people that know our community, they know that we're, we're part of Kentucky, mm -hmm. but we're also part of a metropolitan area that sits largely in the state of Ohio, but also includes elements of the state of Indiana. And so when you look at data or census data or government data, it can be really hard sometimes for the layperson to parse out of that. What's the Northern Kentucky story? And so the Atlas consolidates that so that people can see what what's the Northern Kentucky representation in that data. And again, it covers elements like health, wealth, education, um, so many things you can do with this. One of the things that I really love about it is you can then compare to, I think it's a dozen other cities and mm -hmm. say how, you know, educational attainment, how are we doing compared to our competitor cities, Columbus, Indianapolis, Nashville, Louisville, um, you know, um, health outcomes, how are we doing in that same space? So it really helps us solve that problem. A couple of things that were really key to us, we did not want to duplicate work that other people were doing. Right. So we have engaged a ton of partners on this, the Kenton County Library, the Boone County Library, Campbell County Library, school systems, NKU, Catalytic Fund. I mean, I'm going to forget folks, but we have a, we have a, a working group around that, of about 12 to 15 different organizations that are really helping us make sure that we're not duplicating their work but also getting the right data sources in there. So we think it's a fabulous tool. And, and so far we've had good use of it. I think the last time I saw user statistics, we've got 70 to 80 distinct users for it each week, mm -hmm. uh, which we like, but obviously, you know, we'd love to see more. Yeah, like you said, it's such a great tool to have when you're, especially when you're comparing those metro areas, because mm -hmm. we do in Northern Kentucky have just such a unique 
like demographic when it comes to the metropolitan area being part of Kentucky. So very great tool. Um, I do want to shift one more time. So when you guys uh, look back at last year and in the past nine months, you guys have done so much work. Uh, how did you guys end last year? What were your big successes? Yeah, so we had a very successful 2022. It's you know, now that we sit here almost at the end of the first quarter of 2023, it feels like it's in the distant <laughs> rearview mirror. And I know that's kind of hard to think about, but uh, we did. We, we had a, had a great year. Our, our total numbers were 2,356 new jobs, uh, $292 million in investment in the community by those companies. And the average wage was north of $66,000. And I'll tell you, that's a key metric for us as mm -hmm. we go forward. It's not just about bringing any job to our community, but it's about, again, it's those high value jobs that really will make a difference in the community, a wage that people can live the lifestyle they want or raise a family if they want, buy a home if they want. Um, that's really a number we're proud of and will continue to be focused on. As a matter of fact, our goal this year, we've upped that number to $70,000. So uh, it's, a, it's a big number, it's a big lift, but that's just, you know, kind of the idea of how we're focusing. Yeah, that's incredible. And what else do you guys have planned or what are your goals for uh, this year, 2023? Yeah, well, now that the naming and branding is launched. Yeah. And, and <laughs> a big weight off your shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, you, you go through this process and we've lived with this since 2020. We started to launch the new brand or, or at least get into the process then. But of course, a global pandemic breaks out. You've right. got a number of things that are way more important to this. So we shelved it. So I think we'll just, for maybe the next moment, we'll take a deep breath, allow the adoption of the new brand and name to get out there. But for us, it's really, it's those core goals of bringing new jobs to the community, new investment into the community. And we've really got to get those four new initiatives operationalized and onto a successful path this year. So we've got a lot on our plate. Fortunately for us, we've got a great team uh, to do that work. We've got a great board that has supported us. We've got great partners in the chamber who allowed us not only to launch the brand at Eggs and Issues a couple of weeks ago, but uh, so we, we, we're, we're very hopeful of getting all that done this year. Yeah, and as president and CEO, uh, what are your predictions? What do you think? Well, it's such a, you know, it's such a hard question to answer right now because it seems like every day a new wave is coming, right? Mm -hmm. We just passed the one year anniversary, tragically, of a, of a war in Europe. That has an enormous disruption on a lot of our clients who are European headquartered. You know, we continue to have energy, a little bit of energy instability, although that's calmed a little bit. Interest rates have gone up. It's almost a year now that interest rates have been going up. And just in the last couple of weeks, we've seen bank failure. So yeah. um, I'm optimistic about Northern Kentucky. I'm optimistic about our value proposition and what we're bringing to the market to sell to recruit or have companies grow here. But we know those companies are dealing with an enormous amount of instability right now. And I think to the extent that they're not harmed by those factors, we, we will do real well. But if yeah. those factors play out through the year, you know, it, it, it could mute our results. Yeah, that's something that's impacting people across the board, not just greater Cincinnati, not just Northern Kentucky. These are worldwide impacts that we're seeing across the, across the world would be worldwide impacts. But Lee, before I let you go, is there anything else that you would like to share about BNKY or anything else that you guys are doing in the community right now? Uh, I feel like we've covered so much. I, really for us, again, I think if I had just one last thing, I'd go back to just this concept of where that name comes from. It's about building and elevating. It's the fact of really appreciating that we are a prosperous community today and that we're making investments so that you know, maybe I won't be here when those invest investments pay off, 
that so that my children or your children or our children's children um, have the kind of successful and prosperous Northern Kentucky that we've been able to enjoy. Um, boy, that's that's something we think a lot about and are, and are really hopeful. And hopefully the name and the brand speaks to that and the work that we do over the next coming years will speak to that as well. Yeah. Well, Lee, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on the launch thank of BNKY. We are so excited to continue our partnership with you all and see all the great stuff that you're doing in the community. Indeed. Thank you. Hi, I'm Nancy Spivey, Vice President of Talent Strategies for the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce. Today, I'm with Lisa Blank, familiar face here at the Chamber and in the community. So Lisa is with St. Elizabeth Healthcare, and today we're talking about overcoming obstacles for students to get into to vocations, right, Lisa? That's right. Thanks for having me back, Nancy. Hey, no problem. I, I want to talk about what St. Elizabeth is doing in the Office of Workforce Development space and how we are convening with our community partners to put together great programs for nursing students, allied health students, radiology, respiratory. It's an exciting time. Uh, with COVID, everything kind of sits still and we really couldn't get out in the community and our doors are wide open again and we're out there in total outreach. So we have some exciting things coming up on the horizon. Well, it looks like you've got some stuff happening in the summer months, which is really excited. We do. So let's define, first of all, what are you talking about when we talk about students? We are talking about any student who at the point of where they are exploring, uh, they want to see, they want to watch, they want to participate. Uh, they can at any point in their journey of determining what it's like to be in a healthcare career. Uh, we believe in a cradle to career approach. So we want to meet the student where they are, whether they're just exploring through a UWorld license, or they're out there watching our virtual surgeries live and talking to the people in the OR and trying to really decide, hey, I'd like to be an, uh, an anesthetist. Hey, I want to be a surgeon. Hey, I want to be a nurse in, in the operating room. Our next virtual surgery, we've already had one this year. Our next one is April the 25th. We invite high schools all over the region to come in. Uh, this last one that we did last month was so popular, we had 70 students from the River City Schools attend. Uh, so we had almost 150 students in the room and they actually watched a hernia repair. And they could talk to the surgeon, talk to the staff in the room, interact with them during the case. And um, usually we like gallbladders. We'll see what <laughs> April 25th brings. Uh, but we're doing it quarterly this year to reach our high schools. Uh, additionally, then, we are working with our area school partners to work on health career and nursing camps. Okay. So there are two at NKU, and I uh, supplied the dates, if you can put them yeah, out. We will. Um, there are two in June. Uh, they are three to four day camps mm -hmm. with NKU, and they're focusing on nursing and other healthcare careers. And then the AHEC and Gateway Partners are also doing three camps in June. So just five camps alone to get to students so that they can explore and determine what they wanna do when they grow up. So those particular camps, do they 
Do the students work directly with Gateway? Do they call to register? They work with you? Is they do. I provide process. the links okay, to you. Sure. They can go in and fill out the application. Uh, and then once they fill out the application, they can get registered to attend. St. Elizabeth will be present. We'll be offering job shadowing opportunities, sign-ups for job shadowing, talk to them about different careers. Our healthcare professionals will be going in and talking to the students as well as guest speakers, and so we're super excited about that. The next initiative is in July, and it's Moon. Moon is our physician outreach. So we bring students in, and it's quite competitive from all over the region, to come in and actually work with a doctor. See what it's like to be a physician. Explore our simulation center. Get to hear from physicians and medical students about their journeys. Um, we will probably, even on April 25th, have physicians and nurses on a panel like we did mm -hmm. uh, during our last virtual surgery to talk to students about what it means to go to medical school. What's it mean to go to nursing school? What are the opportunities available? So uh, it's really exciting. There are things going on all over this region. April 21st at NKU, Michael Guy is the contact there from the Randolph Initiative, which is our outreach to African-American students to explore careers in healthcare. St. Elizabeth is the convener of that group, um, but they are doing a day camp at NKU on Friday, April 21st for students who might be interested in attending. But isn't it wonderful to see the progress that we're making in our region between the employers and the educators and right. actually getting the healthcare professionals in the room and the students all in the room to really explore and understand yes. it's not going to be for everyone. But, you know, otherwise, you know, back when I was going to school, you just went to school That's and then right. you tried to figure That's out, right. is this for me? And you figured along the it line. out as an adult. Right. You didn't know what you could do as a student for outreach. Um, I think also the cool thing about what's going on right now, at least for St. Elizabeth, is we're working with our area partners to look at innovative programs on how we can attract more. There's a statewide initiative with the Kentucky Workforce Association. Um, there is local initiatives here with our schools to say, what kind of programs do we need to attract more students to get them into the workforce? Because I think in my last visit here, Nancy, I said it wasn't going to be any better for us as we age. So right. we need to figure out how to get more excited about taking care of people. Yeah, you're right. And St. Elizabeth is a leading employer in that space. And so just really appreciate the innovation, really love the fact that this involves, you know, the technology aspect, you're bringing students right. in to see that this isn't just a hands-on experience. We're actually doing virtual and that is correct. It's a great opportunity for and students. And we're building a workforce development website right now. We're starting that work. It will be out soon. And all of these programs will be available if somebody just wants to go and link and explore and say, what can I do? And who can I reach out to to do that? So that's also in the works. Um, but we're super excited about it. We have a dedicated team working on it. We offer all kinds of programs. If they have any questions or they want to get involved, we're even trying to make the pipelines for the existing nursing students and other allied health students a pipeline of a tiered approach. So by the time they graduate, they have competence, they have skills, they can hit the ground running with minimal orientation. So we have all kinds of things going on. Well, and I assume that students that are out in the medical training arena right now they can go on your website 
explore careers. I know you have a number of open positions. Yes, we do. And if they're a student nurse and they want to hop in our program, a student respiratory um, a student, if they want to be a radiology student, we have open positions so they can apply while they work, while they go to school and get that experience. That's great. Well, we'll put the information up online. I appreciate you, you coming in. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks for having us. Hi, I'm Shannon Schumacher, Account Executive, Kentucky Market Leader. At Haran, we champion bold innovation to help employers and individuals thrive. As an industry thought leader, we explore new horizons in healthcare, benefits, employee engagement, and wellness. We work harder to deliver all the strategic benefits, planning, and execution you expect from a true partner. And we do it with laser focus on your short and long-term outcomes to help manage your benefits while improving your employee experience. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast, hearing from Lee and Lisa about great things happening across Northern Kentucky. Remember to submit your applications for the Next Generation Leader Awards before April 14th. That can be found on our NKYP social media pages or at nkychamber.com slash NGLA app, all one word. Thank you to our podcast sponsors, CVG, Seacrew Consulting, and Hurrian. Finally, if you are a member who would like to be featured on the podcast, or if you're interested in becoming a member of the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce, please reach out to Lynn Ablin. And if you're interested in sharing your workforce strategies and resources on NKY at Work, please reach out to Nancy Spivey. You can find their contact information on the screen in front of you or on our staff directory on our website, nkychamber.com. Thank you all once again for joining the podcast. I'll talk to you next week.